0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson here to talk more free agency. It's been a couple moves since we spoke last. I really broke down the Patrick Peterson acquisition. That's growing on me more and more. So I am recording this a little bit after 5 p.m. on Tuesday. So rumors are swirling. Larry Ogunjobi is coming back, but I can't confirm that. And it sounds like they are rumored to have agreed to a three-year deal. Uh, which I think is telling. I mean, usually they, the Steelers are big on these two-year deals that they can get out of after one. So that would imply to me, if true, and I'll comment on tomorrow if it's you know in the books, that they were very comfortable with him from a health perspective, and he played through a lot of stuff last year. So we talked about him quite a bit before. Um, let's stick with resigning DeMonte KZ first of all. Um, he's another guy I think you guys realize I'm very high on. I think he's underrated around the league, and I think his importance to this defense is very underrated. So, we talked about Peterson yesterday, oh, but they, now they need a slot corner. Sutton's gone. Who's going to play the slot? I think is going to play the slot, or KZ's going to play the slot, or a safety turn slot in the draft is going to play the slot, you know, along with a Mallette here and there. So, bringing back KZ to handle that deep middle so Minka can creep around in the slot near the line of scrimmage or vice versa. But I think they want Minka doing that more often than KZ by, you know, what we saw last year. Um, So I love this. I think this is a great signing. I thought he was really good for the Steelers. By no means is he TJ Watt. We all know that. But a big thing I noticed last year is you'll see all the stats and I've referenced them, you know, the Steelers defense without TJ, the Steelers defense with TJ. It's night and day different. It's so much better, blah, blah, blah. Well, another thing that happened was KZ came back from injury, too. Again, it's not the same watt level of, you know, impact, of course. But I also was at every training camp practice and they played a lot of big nickel before KZ got hurt. With Edmonds, Minka, and Casey on the field together, that was going to be a big package for them—a high snap count with three of them out there, which is becoming really common in the league. I'm a fan of it as well. Um, which leads me to Edmonds. You know, it, does this preclude them from bringing Edmonds back or another safety? I don't think so. I mean, does it necessarily have to be Edmonds, or could it be a third-round pick? You know, I think that's possible too, just to kind of stagger the money, you know, in that safety room. Maybe you have Minko, the big money guy. KZ's older, but he's some mid-money guy and a rookie. Um, that's possible. Or much like last year, maybe Edmonds hangs out there for a couple more days and you get him at a really nice deal and he's a quality player. So I do think three safeties are going to be very much in the mix, very much used. And KZ's versatility is more important than Edmonds, in my opinion, if they were prioritizing those two. I as well would have had KZ ranked ahead of Edmonds. And a lot of it's just so allowing Minka to do more Minka stuff. So good stuff there. Um, again, uh, I think this inadvertently, well, everyone's looking at this angle, helps your slot situation quite a bit. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. And then I'm going to tell you guys all about Nate Herbig. I like this move too. All right, Steelers signed Nate Herbig as well. Um, You're going to like this guy. I mean, he's played a little center. He can play center. But he is a big, old-school mauling guard. I mean, he is a run-blocking, tough guy. People seem to love this player, the, the person. You know, that he's a leader. He's super fun to be around. Great in the locker room. All these things. And a lot of this stuff is what you read um, you know, after the fact, Oh, everybody loves Nate, you know, he's coming to town, but I mean, Andy White knew him obviously with the Eagle connection. Um, and I'm sure he vouches for him and has people in the building that are, you know, very much in agreement. Um, he's played both guard spots. He is signed a, he's like 325 pounds, 6'4, super thick battles through the whistle. Going to be a real easy guy to root for. And, I didn't think guard would be high on the list. You know, I've often talked about how I would I want to center and then I can move Cole to guard if needed. I want to tackle and I can move more to guard if needed. Well, tackles are expensive and that might come via the draft. I think it will. I'm sure they will draft a true offensive tackle, whether that's a first round, third round, first two days. Um, and I'm not the biggest Hassenauer guy, but he's a true backup center. They like him more than I do. He's fine. He's gotten better. So, and this is an outside thing. I mean, James Daniels, I think, is entrenched as your right guard. But he has a center history, too. I mean, if Cole were to get hurt or flounder or whatever, Herbig, Hassenhauer, um, Daniels could all do it. I mean, it's not ideal. And if there's a center there in the third round, you can't believe is still there. You know, the dude from Wisconsin, you can still take him. I mean, this this interior offensive line, Signing doesn't mean you don't draft a center, but it would have to be the really right, perfect situation, perfect storm of player and value. A, ta- a tackle, to me, is going to be in the mix. So I no one's told me this, but I think Dotson makes them a little bit crazy because he's inconsistent. You know, like, guards need to be reliable. They're not flashy dudes. And Dotson's best games are tremendous. His bad games... Or like, what happened? You know, so I think there's an inconsistency to his game that makes them a little crazy. I mean, if you recall, even this time last year or camp last year, Kendrick Green's going to go on seat Dotson. You know, so I think what will happen with Herbig is they will have a true camp battle for the starting left guard spot. That's just my hunch. And who knows who wins it? I mean, I don't think Dotson's a bad player. I mean, his best days are better than Herbig's day, but he's more where I'm going with this is no matter who wins that battle, if I'm right at left guard, I don't know Dotson who's a free agent a year from now is, will be in their long-term plans. I don't know that he will be a long-term extension guy. You might just let him walk. Well, that's why bringing Nate Herbig in for two year deal makes all the sense in the world. You might upgrade at left guard now and, or have the replacement in tow, you know, and, He's only 24. That's why I didn't. I thought he was like 25, 26. I mean, there's dudes in this draft class that are 24 years old. And you're getting this guy on his second contract. Depth piece, borderline starter. You know, I mean, pretty much laid out what he is. He's not a real hard one to figure out. He's not the best athlete in the world. He's gigantic. He plays through the whistle. He mauls the heck out of people and loves it. Drives guys into the ground downfield. Also played on a great line with the Eagles, which doesn't hurt. Um, not the most nimble on his feet. Um, he's not you know a great puller or anything like that. He moves fine, but I mean, he's a limited guy that works hard and is fun to root for. And my last note here, which I don't think comes as any shock after watching the second half of last season, it implies to me that the running game is still going to be the foundation of the offense, that they really want to be the most physical unit out there, wear teams down, hopefully play action off there, please. You know, who knows? But just the style of lineman will tell you things like that. You know, they didn't get a 298-pound, you know, dude that runs like a deer. They got the 6'4 dump truck, you know, that just mauls people. So, it's pretty obvious, you know, their style of play on offense isn't going to change a whole heck of a lot. You know, I mean, there'll be wrinkles, hopefully, and there'll be more big plays, hopefully, and all that. But still a second-year quarterback running the ball is fine by me. So, I like both these moves. If the Ogunjobi stuff is true, I think I like that as well, especially because look across the league this last day or two, the the price tag defensive tackles are demanding that are better players than Larry Ogunjobi are astronomical. So real curious what those numbers are. Um, That's a position that's getting paid very, very well this year and pricey. So, all right and we will talk about that tomorrow and maybe more over now.